Diane Goldner graduated cum laude from Barnard College and began her career as a journalist. She has written for the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, American Health, and other publications, and has served as editor for Variety and USA Weekends. While doing research for an article, she was introduced to the field of energy healing and began to study it further. Now, 20 years later, Diane is an internationally known healer. She is based in Los Angeles but has offices in New York City. She does long-distance healing all over the country and internationally. Diane is currently listed as a recommended resource for Christine Northrup, M.D., and her books are recommended by Bernie Siegel, M.D., and Dr. Ahmed Oz. In addition to the three books Diane has written, her work has been published in many magazines and websites, including Money.com and recently in USA News and World Report. Diane's work focuses on bypassing our usual resistance and working with the mental body at a deeper level to create a foundation for healing a number of difficult aspects of a person's life. She has a wide range of examples as how she has worked with clients to heal from a variety of illnesses and injuries work on strengthening or defining relationships, fertility, and even deal with financial issues. More information is available at www.diannegoldner.com. I welcome you to the Holistic Health Show, Diane, and I look forward to hearing about energy healing. Diane, can you tell us how you got interested in healing and energy healing? Well, that is, um, it wasn't something that I grew up even knowing about. I had no idea it existed. I was an investigative journalist. I went on a blind date and mm-hmm. um, with a doctor, and he pulled a book on energy healing out of his bag, his mm-hmm. shoulder bag, <laughs> and um, he was a psychiatrist to top it off. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh my goodness. Maybe he needs to be um, committed. <laughs> That's what I thought about energy healing. On the other hand, at the same moment, I was like, oh, my God, as I was looking through the book, thought, wow, if this is real, A, why haven't I heard about it? Mm-hmm. B, what a scoop. You know, I was a journalist, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought. So um, I decided I would write an article and investigate it, and that's what I did. Mm-hmm. And um, the book was by a wonderful healer named Barbara Brennan, who had a very big school for healers. And so I did a whole piece on her and her school and the whole thing. And by the end of that article, I knew that there was something real about healing. Mm-hmm. I found some cases that... Um, um, were documented in the sense of one woman who had macular degeneration, who the hole in one eye disappeared, and in the other eye got smaller, to the point where the doctor thought he was looking at the wrong pictures of mm-hmm. her eye. But there were pictures, so that was documentable. And I interviewed a woman who had um, broken her hip and 
it did not heal, and she was confined to a wheelchair like a year after her injury. She couldn't walk, and she went to a healer, and some memories of having been sexually abused arose. She resolved, you know, integrated that information, and her hip healed. So those two cases really stuck out because they were really something I could, um, you know, measure and document. There were lots of other stories, but Mm -hmm. those two stick out in my mind. So by the time I finished that story, I thought, wow, I'm going to write a book. I'd always wanted to write a book. I was a journalist. And I'm going to get to the bottom of this. That's Mm -hmm. how naive I was still. But I thought, I'm going to really find out how it works and what the science is behind it. To be honest, I thought, if this is real, there has to be some science behind Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And I still believe that, but I don't care anymore. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And so I spent five years writing my first book, um, which is called How People Heal. And I I did look at all the science, and I followed some of the top healers. And I tried everything they would tell me they were doing. And I would think, that can't possibly work. Mm -hmm. And it would. Mm -hmm. It would every single time. I tried something, it would have an effect. So um, that's, in a nutshell, how I found out about healing and ultimately how I became a healer. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Diane, okay. can you yeah. please tell us about healing chronic illnesses and pain? Yeah, you know, that can be really um, simple and it can be really complicated. Usually if a person has had a problem for a long time, it can take uh, a period of time to resolve. There can be a lot of little knots. On the other hand, somebody came to me with irritable bowel syndrome mm-hmm. and she had a very bad case. She'd had it for at least eight years, maybe longer. And it was so bad that she found it difficult to walk her daughter the four blocks to school because she never knew if she was going to have a bout where she needed a bathroom. Mm-hmm. And, that, and she was on medicine and everything. Mm-hmm. I didn't even, she didn't even tell me how bad it was. So I did a healing and she said after the first healing, the nervous feeling she would have in her stomach before about just disappeared. And after the second healing, she dropped all her medicine. And by the fifth healing, she felt like it was gone. Mm-hmm. So that is an, that's an out, I would say that's an outlier. I think it's more common for it to be a longer process. If mm-hmm. you've had an illness for a long time, there are usually a lot of underlying reasons for it. Mm-hmm. And the illness itself is often, when we have flare-ups, it's actually a form of guidance. Our, our body is trying to tell us something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, as we learn to follow the guidance, the illness um, improves. I'm seeing a functional doctor in California about my thyroid, and he started me on a an anti-inflammatory diet, and he said that the majority of people that have thyroid problems also have problems with the GI tract, and that often the irritable bowel syndrome I think that he the diet is to to help with the GI problems, and so I've noticed that the my stools are much more formed than, oh, good. than they used yeah. to be since I've been on the diet. And the only difference is that most people eat their diet with meat and their fish and their all that stuff. And I'm vegan, so I've just had to make some alterations in some of the vegetables that I can't have now. 
and oh. also to increase my protein powder so that mm. I get enough protein. So yeah. apparently it's very common among the population. Oh, yes, it is very common. And there can be a lot of different underlying reasons for IBS. I mean, mm-hmm. not in your case, but, you know, sometimes um, in childhood, um, people's boundaries weren't respected. Mm-hmm. Things like that can mm-hmm. start an IBS problem. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of illnesses can be, can be chronic. I'm thinking of another case I, I worked on. Uh, a gentleman came to me, and he had... Uh, his face was paralyzed, um, Bell's palsy, he had mm-hmm. Bell's palsy. Mm-hmm. And um, as I began the healing, and this was, I do a lot of long distance work, so this was a long distance mm-hmm. healing. Mm-hmm. I um, could tell that he was very upset with his wife, very angry with his wife, and he was not, I mean, no pun intended, not able to face it. Mm-hmm. And so he, um, that's how it was manifesting in his face through that paralysis. And I released the anger. I talked to him. And within the week, he he processed his anger and the Bell's palsy went away. He'd had it for weeks. Some people have it for years. Mm-hmm. I read about it sometimes. You know, I read, I read about somebody who wrote, wrote in the New Yorker, and I, I wanted to reach out to him, but I don't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people come to me if they want help. Mm-hmm. Um, but my heart always goes out to people because many things could be helped, and people don't know that. Right, right. And I had Bell's palsy, but I used homeopathy. And oh, what did you use? I, you know, I don't remember because it's been several okay. years. I was uh-huh. teaching at the university at the time, and I went to school one day. I live alone, and so I, you know, I look in the mirror to shave, and that's about it. So mm-hmm. I went to school, and one of the faculty, one of the nurse practitioner faculty, said, are you feeling all right? And I said, yeah, I feel fine. She said, well, give me your hand. She checked. She said, well, you haven't had a stroke. She said, but you have Bell's palsy. I said, I do. She said, yeah, your mouth is drooping. So she said, see your doctor. He'll give you a prescription for steroids. So I went to the doctor, and he gave me a prescription for steroids. So then I ran into another faculty member who had just been to a conference Mm-hmm. And one of the things that was covered was Bell's palsy and the homeopathy treatment of it. And so oh. she told me what to take, and I took it. And three days later, it was cleared up. It was Isn't amazing. that beautiful? I love that. Well, mm-hmm. you know, homeopathy is an energetic remedy. It mm-hmm. works on your energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I've, I've used homeopathy, and I can tell when my homeopath has come up with the remedy because I can feel it affecting me mm-hmm. without even taking it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's beautiful. And what do you, what about pain then? You talked about some chronic illnesses, but about pain. Yeah, you know, I mean, pain is another one. I mean, it's often, um, you know, it just varies. Um, uh, a gentleman came to me with um, pain and a terrible pain in his back. He could hardly move. He was in so much pain. And, um, I connected in, and again, this was anger. His um, He had helped his mother-in-law the entire weekend close up her country house, and his 
mother-in-law just was never respectful or appreciative mm-hmm. of him. And over many years, he built up a lot of resentment, and um, but could never express it. And so we talked about that. And again, his back was better almost instantly. Um, so uh, that's an easy one. Another time, a uh, woman called with she was having terrible pelvic pain, excruciating. It was so bad that she'd become incontinent and she couldn't get out of bed. And she was a physical therapist, so she was sure that she had caused some kind of uh, nerve damage. So I did the healing, and um, I came, um, as I worked on that pelvic area, a very intense longing arose. Then I knew that was the issue and I worked on releasing it and I called her back and I said that, you know, within the week she should be pretty much better and let me know. And she said, well, what about the nerve damage? And I said, there is no nerve damage. You know, she'd already taken a uh, MRI or I don't know what it was, some kind of medical picture. So she was going to get the results. And um, so she called me in a week and she said that uh, it had got, actually, she called me a few days later. The pain got even worse. Everything was worse, and she was really upset. What had mm-hmm. I done? Mm-hmm. I said, just give it the week, because sometimes we can have a healing crisis where the difficulties do intensify. And at the end of the week, she was walking again, continent. Everything was much, much, much better. And the medical images came back without any issue. Great. Good. Yeah. So there's usually, I don't want to say in every case, but usually some underlying issue. Mm-hmm. And that's true even if we've had an accident. Um, so the injury itself is often um, expressive of what the issues might be. Mm-hmm. Great. So Then, Diane, how does long-distance healing work? Oh, that's a $64 million question. <laughs> Um, I have to say that when I was first interviewing healers as a journalist, um, people would say, you know, I can do this long distance too. And I would think to myself, yeah, and I, and are you going to try to sell me a bridge too? Because mm-hmm. I'm not buying it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's what I thought. I was like, oh, that could not be possibly true. But mirac- miraculously, it is true. And um, what I would say is that there's a, um, a level of reality, you could call it a spiritual level, or you could call it a quantum physics level. I think there might be some aspect of that that's the same, but that's for scientists to resolve, mm-hmm. um, where there's no time and there's no space, and we are completely connected with each other. And so when I do a healing, I'm in that space, and people can feel me. I worked on an investment banker many years ago who um, would come to my office every week for something physical. And then I was out of town, and he had a bit of a crisis, and he had a tennis elbow that wasn't getting better, and it was causing him a lot of pain. And so we did a healing, and at the end of the healing, he said, oh, my God, Diane, it was just like I was in your office. Mm -hmm. I could even feel when you ended and left. So he was pretty knocked over. So um, it it. In a way, I mean, there is some science around it, which is by physicists, you know, who have studied um, intention um, at a distance, but um, it's not an area science understands very well. But mm-hmm. we can connect to each other immediately, and I'm sure a lot of people listening to this podcast have had the experience of thinking of somebody and then they call. Mm-hmm. And that's an example where you're at, it's not that you're just thinking of them, they're thinking of you and you hear it, 
and they and then they call you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, Diane, what responds best and doesn't respond well, well to energy to healing? healing? Yeah. Well, I think most things respond to energy healing. However, I I did have somebody come to me with ALS, and um, so I did a healing and. Just like the disease is, you know, making somebody not able to move, her energy was really like a stone. There was nothing I could do um, on the physical level. And I told her that. I mm-hmm. said, listen, I am not able to shift this energy for you, which I know is a devastating thing for her to hear. But there, I, had, I have to be honest. I said, I can help you on the emotional level with dealing with this, but I cannot change the outcome here. Mm-hmm. Um and um, so that does not respond. Another woman came to me. She did not have ALS as a diagnosis, but I am sure that she did have ALS. Her daughter brought her in. And, um, you know, we talked, and she wasn't even asking for a physical healing. She wanted to be, uh, she had some concerns about some things in her earlier life, um, whether God was going to judge her. And, um it was very clear to me that she had not a stain on her soul to worry mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. And that was what the healing was about. And uh, she died in peace not long after that. Mm-hmm. Um, so healing does not work on the physical of ALS. At least my healing does not. There might be another healer that um, has better results with that. Mm-hmm. But I would say almost everything else is responsive. Nerves in general are much more difficult. Bones, for instance, um, or cells or muscles or, you know, most illnesses. Um, but nerves can be healed too. Mm-hmm. But as mm-hmm. I say, it's not as, I mean, it just depends. Mm-hmm. Do you think yeah. that some of it is karmic when the healing does not take place? Um, I think that there are so many levels um, that need to be addressed sometimes. So you can have um, an illness. You know, I was I did a, a press event for my new book, um, Yes, You Can Heal, and um, somebody asked me that same question. And what I would say is, why is it easier to clean some pots than others? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, there's some, sometimes the karma is heavier. And it takes more to release it. Mm-hmm. And by karma, we're we're talking about imprints, mental imprints, mm-hmm. emotional imprints. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they're very light. You can also think of it as um, if you were polishing a wooden floor. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you just have a light scratch and you polish it a little and the scratch goes away. And other times you have a really deep gouge. And that can take a lot more to mm-hmm. polish out. Mm-hmm. Great. And what is subtle energy? Oh, okay. You know, I laugh because I, as a journalist, people would talk about subtle energy. Like, well, what is it? You know, and I would get a different answer from each person. And I really had a lot of trouble understanding what is subtle energy. And I would say it really took me five years to truly understand mm-hmm. what it is. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to help everyone. Um, skip those five years of effort. And I would say that it is everything about you that is not physical. Mm-hmm. So it's your emotions, it's your beliefs, it's your thoughts, it's your intentions, your desires, your spiritual light, and even the um, 
energetic vitality underlying the physical, mm-hmm. um, your life force. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's all of those things are your subtle energy. And this subtle energy is real. It's palpable to me. And I think it's probably palpable to a lot of people who are listening. Sometimes um, we um, can feel when somebody's angry that is you're feeling their their energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that that's subtle energy, and it is a very powerful force. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the difference between dynamite and nuclear energy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Good analogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. And Diane, then, so, is there And any? I write a... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say, I write a lot about um, how the subtle energy works, and yes, you can heal. I have a whole chapter in the back on, um, uh, you know, your chakra system and how it relates to your physical, your emotional, and your mental aspects and your spiritual aspects Mm -hmm. and um yeah so that's in the back of yes you can heal Mm -hmm. is there anything else then you'd like to say before we look at your books and services and how the listeners can reach you oh um well i you know i i I just want to say that um i i was i kind of went into healing slowly, with a lot of resistance. Uh, It's the best thing that ever happened to me. And whether it's a physical thing or an emotional thing, I always work with everything as energy. And um, it just makes your life so much better. Mm -hmm. Great. Then would you tell us about services, books, and how the listeners can reach these? Oh, absolutely. Um, so um, I have a website, which is a, a great way to just find out more and just get grounded, and that's um, diannegoldner.com, and it has contact information there, email, phone, um, a lot of information. It lists, I've written three books. So my new book is Yes, You Can Heal, and in this book is I really tried to put in 20 years of experience as a healer. There are a lot of case studies, a lot of guided meditations. The goal is to help you get in touch with um, what the underlying issues might be for you mm-hmm. um, so that you can heal. And I have uh, seven essentials for healing, including how to set an intention, how to be present, and why that's so important. Uh, going into a state of deep relaxation, surrender, things like that. So anyway, my website is a great way to reach me. And if you buy my new book, there's a link at my website. I give a free uh, webinar for everyone who buys my book. And that webinar is called Five Ways to Add Light to Your Life. And so the way I I show people how to work with light in their lives. Mm -hmm. Anyone can work with light. Mm -hmm. You do not have to be a certified healer to work with light and make it better, Mm -hmm. your life better. And there's a free guided meditation on my website, too, that people love for, for balance. And it's not that long, but it really brings you into a very deep and relaxed state. Mm-hmm. So my first book is on there, the one where I looked at all the science. So my mother said when that book came out, she said, you know, if you just left out all the science, maybe you would have had a bestseller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but 
you know, if you have any interest in how it really works, this book, there's no book like it. There's some really fascinating science. It's not all science. It's also about four healers who are teachers who really have interesting views of healing. And um, and that book is called How People Heal. And then I wrote a book called Awakening to the Light, which is about my personal process. It's called, uh, the subtitle is My Journey from Investigative Journalist to Energy Healer. Mm-hmm. So that was a very arduous journey. It was not like reading five organic chemistry books and becoming a doctor. I'm not saying becoming a doctor is that easy, but it, it's uh, it was a transformation of my soul. Mm-hmm. But that journey is open to all of us. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever we do, in whatever we do in our life, we can be a healer. Mm-hmm. You can run a podcast and be a healer. You can be run a taxi and be a healer. Mm-hmm. Um, the goal is to bring light to your life and the light of everyone. Right. Well, I thank you very much, Diane. This has been interesting and will be interesting to the readers. So I thank you. Thank you, Carl. It mm-hmm. was really a pleasure to talk to you today. Thank you. Denise Panzer is a national holistic lifestyle coach specializing in diabetes reversal, speaker and author of The Virgin Diabetic, Reverse the Effect of Type 2 Diabetes, Reduce Medications, and Improve Your Glucose Level, Second Edition. Like millions of Americans, she was burdened with Type 2 Diabetes, prescribed a handful of medications from daily insulin shots and endless trips to the doctor. After hearing from the medical community there was no hope to stop the insanity, Denise realized she needed a new course to regain her health naturally. Denise restored her health. No more medication and no more insulin injections or worry about drug side effects. Denise is certified in holistic nutrition and homeopathy, a certified Six Sigma Green Belt. Denise spent a decade in the lab industry. After she received her diabetic diagnosis, she created her blueprint to reverse the deadly effects of diabetes. Denise's blueprint paves the way for diabetics to truly learn how to reduce or eliminate medications and insulin while improving their glucose level. Denise's journey started in Chicago until she and her husband, Larry, found their paradise in Naples, Florida. Denise and Larry love to walk on the beach, golf, and enjoy all that Naples has to offer. Denise is co-chair for Blue Zone Project Retail Fund Commerce Committee, Southwest Florida, board chair of the nonprofit patient education movement for members of the American Nutrition Association, the Marco Island Chamber of Commerce, and Marco Island Sunrise Rotary Club. More information is available at www.reversemydiabetes.net. I welcome you to the Holistic Health Show, Denise, and I look forward to talking with you about diabetic coaching. Now, first, 
can you tell us a bit about your background and why you became a diabetic reversal coach? Sure. Hi, Carl. Thanks for having me on today. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes, literally it was not by choice, to be honest. (laughs) Um, I was diagnosed with uh, diabetes in my 40s, and to my surprise, it wasn't just type 2 diabetes. My doctor actually pinned me more as a type 1 and a half because after getting into the hospital with pancreatitis and pneumonia... I walked out with a 10-point A1C and glucose of 410, Mm. and I was not responding to medication like Mm -hmm. I should have. So I became insulin dependent, four shots a day, and to be honest, hated every minute of it. And Mm -hmm. unfortunately, when I went through my nutrition classes through the hospitals and diabetes educators and doctors, my first question was, what can I do? stop the medication and the insulin. I will do anything you tell me to do. Mm-hmm. And I went to different medical groups at that time thinking that I might get a different answer. Mm-hmm. But, you know, unfortunately, the answer was the same across the board, that it was I was never going to stop medication. I definitely was never going to stop insulin shots, and the dosages would increase as I continued to age. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I felt like I was still young in my 40s, <laughs> so um, I, I was not happy with that answer and charted a course for myself to try to learn how to heal. And mm-hmm. while I did that, uh, I that's when I got my training in holistic nutrition and homeopathy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, funny enough thing, when I worked in the laboratory industry, I actually became a certified Six Sigma Green Belt. Mm -hmm. So it's about, you know, methodologies on Mm -hmm. getting to the root of the problem. And all of that combined with my experience Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. actually allowed me to put uh, a program together where I learned to self-heal. I was able to to eliminate all of my medication, my statins, my diabetes Mm -hmm. meds, Mm -hmm. and all the insulin. And then uh, I've coached for many years in the corporate sector but uh, stepped away from the corporate life and decided that I wasn't the only one that had this issue. Learned very quickly that people do want to learn how to improve their health without Mm -hmm. drugs if possible. Mm -hmm. And that's how I started coaching. I kind of fell into it. Great. You're like me then. Never say never to me because (laughs) I'm not going to accept that. And you didn't either. And that's great. Exactly. See, there's more of us out there than we realize. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Then, Denise, what is a diabetic reversal coach? Well, great question, because I think right now I'm the only one out there that actually might be doing this. Um, I actually work on holistic lifestyle changes with folk to not only work on the food aspect of uh, trying to reverse the effects of diabetes, but there are other things that do cause high glucose levels once we have an impaired metabolism. And that could be uh, stress in our lives. We're not getting enough rest. Uh, Folks, not everyone wants to go to the gym and work out. So I help people find other ways to bring in uh, stress reduction, bring in some activity level into their lives where it's comfortable for them and they're going to learn to stick with it long term and not do anything that would be like Mm fad-based. So it's about bringing and making changes into the lifestyle little by little and as they see the progress, they start locking in and start to see that these are changes that they're making in a happy way, not because they feel like they're forced to make changes. Mm -hmm. Great, good. And then how does your coaching program work? 
Well, the bulk of my clients uh, are with me either on an eight-week, a 12-week. Uh, some of them are even on a one-year program with me. And mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if they're here with me in South Florida, they're across the country or in Canada, because we can do video coaching very well. Mm-hmm. But we work together on a weekly basis. And I, before we even start, it's about getting a good foundation on my client's current lifestyle. Mm-hmm. How are they eating? What are they doing? What are the medications they're on? And what do those medications mean for them and their health? And every week we set goals and we work together. And I really want people to understand that they have to be the leader of their health team. They have to create a health team. Mm-hmm. And they are the ones that are the decision makers based on the information that they gather from those around them on their health team. Mm-hmm. And create a good doctor-patient relationship. We should have two-way communication. So I do teach them how to do that. I also give them a slew of recipes as we start changing up how they're eating and looking at food. So I want them to do it in an easy manner. So I take away some of that stress and work for them and and feed them, so to speak, <laughs> you know, some of these items that they need to start making changes and get used to a new lifestyle. And it's a little bit different for everyone. Mm-hmm. All of my sessions are customized if it's private coaching. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we can do webinars and group, uh, group trainings um, and two-day boot camps. We can do all of that uh, quite well and arm people with information to start reversing diabetes. Mm-hmm. Now, Denise, how do you get your clients? Well, it's funny, you know, when I first started down this path, uh, I actually, with doing radio shows, I didn't realize the gravity mm-hmm. of radio and podcasts, and that's how I actually developed the national portion mm-hmm. of my business. And then here locally in uh, the South Florida area in Naples, I'm always, I'm teaching at the local university on diabetes mm-hmm. reversal, mm-hmm. seminars and webinars, so, I and I also actually actually donate my time to, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Blue Zones Project? No. Mm-mm. Okay. And so that's basically a health initiative that's being supported here by our local hospital, NCH. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a health initiative. People are learning to get active again. Pretty much everything I teach in my coaching, mm-hmm. how to dine out, uh, have restaurants improve the meals that they do offer to the public. And so I do uh, volunteer as a co-chair here for the Retail Food Committee and then doing good work through the Rotary Club. So I'm out there, so I get to know everyone in the community. They get to know me and we establish a relationship and I'm always coming across people that need help with diabetes. And Denise, does insurance cover any of this or is it out of pocket? You know, there was a time when I said, unfortunately, I cannot take insurance. And having done this long enough now, I'm actually really proud to say I don't take insurance. It's straightforward. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it is self-pay. And I am absolutely amazed at the people who will sign up, they will pay, and the miraculous changes that they make, mm-hmm. they, they're all in. That, that alone proves that when my clients come to me, they are all in for making good changes. Great. Do you take clients from away? Do you use like Skype or telephone or is it all in person? 
so my local folks, they are in person. I do have folks here that are seasonal. So we do part in person mm-hmm. when they fly back home. Then we do video coaching. So I can do that um, off of almost anything. Uh, Google has an mm-hmm. app to do it, freeconferencecall.com, whatever works for my client. Mm-hmm. That's that's what we use, but it works very, very successfully. It also allows me to see inside someone's home because we work on cleaning out the kitchen mm-hmm. and I get to see, you know, what are you surrounding yourself with that I wouldn't see if you had come to an office to meet with me. Mm-hmm. So it's all, all in-home coaching. You know, the other thing, Carl, that we do that's very unique is we dine out. We go to restaurants mm-hmm. and we learn how... We're going to order food off of a menu so we can still enjoy ourselves but not get sabotaged and walk away with high glucose levels later. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's a very hands-on program, and I find that it's best to have fun while we're we're working together. Mm -hmm. Uh, In a fun fun area, you know, when we have a, a good time together, I just find people are so receptive to learning more. Right, right. Now, Denise, I hear a lot of people that talk about being coaches, especially cancer coaches, because that's the field I'm most uh, closely related to now. Right. How does one become a coach in general? Uh, Well, you know, I know there's a lot of companies out there that are now trying to certify coaches, and I think it depends in in the field that you're looking for. There are a lot of programs out there uh, for health coaches. Uh, So I think you have to do your due diligence on the company that you're going to connect with Mm -hmm. to be able to uh, do, if it's a health coaching or any kind of coaching that you want. I think you have to do your due diligence and, and look at a myriad of different companies and see what's involved in their programs. You know, I, uh, since I had done a lot of coaching and, and a, I'm a certified Six Sigma Green Belt, mm-hmm. I didn't go to any other specific company to, um, to become a certified coach mm-hmm. in that particular mm-hmm. uh, way. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, having a certification can definitely be a good thing, but I think coupled with experience uh, does offer a lot as well. I think you have to be a good, well-rounded person and then know what you know and step away from what you don't know and learn it mm-hmm. and don't ever fool a client, right? right? If you don't know something, you have to know who you can uh where you can send the client. So I have built up a very nice network of different medical professionals that if I can't help a client, Mm -hmm. that I can refer them elsewhere Mm -hmm. so they can get what they need. So I think that's important as well. Can you give us some examples of clients that you've worked for and what you did and what they had and how they improved, et cetera? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Uh, Let's see here. I have... um, one gentleman that I've been working with uh, who is quite prominent in, in uh, our area in southwest Florida, his average fasting was about anywhere from 220 to wow. 240. That, wow. Right? It's more than doubled what mm-hmm. it should be. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, in seven weeks, we were able to bring that average fasting glucose down to about 120 to the 130 range. Mm-hmm. Great. Good. That. And so that was absolutely amazing. We brought his A1C down almost two points during that period of time. His doctor was ready to put him on insulin. Mm -hmm. So we're going through mitigating that right now. And 
just the work that he's done. And he's realized sometimes it's hard, but other times when you start seeing those great glucose levels, uh, that's the driving force to move forward. Um, mm-hmm. I have another another and client. Let me ask you, oh, did, sure. did he make the changes in diet and was it exercise or what other uh, interventions did he use? So, yeah, so diet was definitely uh, a key piece in that. Uh, We defined the times when he started seeing higher glucose levels to Mm -hmm. uh, the stress due Mm -hmm. to his position. So he's learned that his activity counts towards lowering his glucose. So we've Mm -hmm. built that into his lifestyle. And, you know, looking at, uh, he's definitely of retirement age, and now he's really weighing the difference between (laughs) do you keep your position or do you retire and do something else and, you know, for your health. And Mm -hmm. so that's the stage that we're at right now where he is now actually kind contemplating that. So I had to give the hard fact of maybe it's time to retire and find some other joy somewhere else in your life. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, don't, I don't know if he would have thought about that at this point otherwise. And do you suggest supplements like bitter melon? You know, sometimes I do. I, what I typically like to do is see if we can't get a good foundation first mm-hmm, without mm-hmm. anything and, and then determine are there supplements that are going to help. And I do come across a lot of diabetics that could be deficient. Uh, vitamin D is very typical for most, uh, mm-hmm. vitamin B12, sometimes magnesium. So we may have to supplement for a short period of time. And then once the lifestyle is adjusted, a lot of times they can come off of those uh, supplements and they don't need them for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. So very, mm-hmm. um, very individualized, I would say, in that area. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you, I also have other clients, Three, they come to me on three medications A1C of 7.7 cannot get it any lower than that. And if they continue down that path, you know, eventually they're looking at insulin shots. I have a client totally off of all medication Mm -hmm. and brought his A1C down to 5.4 and hangs around 5.4 or 5.6 now. So uh, he's learned what he needed to do on his own to continue to maintain it. And the doctors are shocked Mm -hmm. because they don't expect Mm -hmm. it. Mm-hmm. They don't expect it. But yeah, I have another gal. She, four and a half points, she lowered her A1C. She was well over 10. She lost three dress sizes. She continues to make changes little by little. She's my gal that's kind of like a slow moving train, but very steady. Mm-hmm. And she's so excited. Uh, it's just amazing that she's kept it up for for several years with her improve, improvement. So she keeps improving as she goes along. So the goal for my clients is to either eliminate or reduce medications. And in many, many cases, we are actually able to do that. One thing I found in my own life when I was borderline diabetic several years ago was GTF chromium. Was oh yes, very effective in stabilizing the blood sugar and always help. You know, the same with my sister. She was borderline, and then they wanted to put her on medication, and I told her about the GTF chromium, and she used it, and then stayed off the medications for several years. And then she told me they were ready to put her back on. And I said, are you still taking the GTF chromium? She said, oh, I ran out a couple months ago. I forgot. (laughs) But then once she started again, you know, it went back to where it needed to be. And so I don't think she ever did 
get put on insulin. Good for her. I, you know what? Yeah, uh, I have actually uh, recommended and used the GTF chromium mm-hmm. as well. And I do find, you know, different people do well on different type of supplements. Uh, you know, it's funny. I'm actually testing a supplement right now for um, Dr. Bird, who was the CEO at one time of Dexcom, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. the continuous glucose monitoring system. And he has a product called Lysolin that came out early this year. So I'm actually kind of testing that. And so far, that seems to be uh, helping in lower some of the glucose levels and people are seeing improvements in their A1C as well. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I think we're going to see a lot of uh, different supplements out there. I do recommend folks to, again, you know, do your due diligence, Mm -hmm. see Mm -hmm. and understand what they are, but you also have to allow that to give enough time to even work. You know, one or two weeks doesn't usually do it for most folks. So right, right, right. They, they do have to make a commitment. And I do ask folks when they do that, track your glucose, watch what you're doing. So write it down and let's see if that correlates to, you know, what's going on with improvements that you're having. Another to, one to that get... was recommended to me recently, and that was alfalfa. Do you have any views on that? You know what, to be honest, no, I don't. Maybe that's something I should actually go back and look at. Yeah, it was one of these uh, natural, like, it wasn't a pharmacy, but it was like a pharmacy, but it was all natural where they had all of the glass containers of all this stuff, and they mixed up a diabetic preparation, but they also recommended that you take alfalfa with it. So it's something you might want to take a look at and see what you think about it. Absolutely, I will. Oh, good. Yeah. Thanks for the tip. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then, Denise, you're the author of the Virgin Diabetic Reverse the Effect of Type 2 Diabetes, Reduce Medications, and Improve Your Glucose Levels, and in its second edition. Can you tell us about that? And do you have other publications? Um, I am working on a few other publications. Uh, This one is the current one that's out now. And I wrote The Virgin Diabetic originally as an inspiration to let people know that no matter what diagnosis you have, you can take charge of your health and in many cases, you can t- make improvements, especially when it's around even chronic disease. And as you said, you even know with cancer. So mm-hmm. uh, that's a step beyond. But I, it, it depicts what I went through as I was diagnosed with diabetes and what I went through in trying to get off of the medication and insulin. And, you know, there's trials and tribulations. There's successes and there's challenges. And that's what this book takes you through. We also talk about lab testing, a couple little recipes in the back of the book, uh, but it's an easy read, and I have gotten far better feedback than I had ever, ever had hoped for, where people will tell me they've read my book two and three times. I have one gentleman, he said he actually had a fasting of 160 to over 200 on average. He was able to bring it down to like the 72 to 108 range after reading my book mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. following it. So I had gotten a number of uh, comments back from, 
from people who have had uh, that type of reaction to the book. So it's an easy read. Uh, the next one that I'm working on is an actual workbook, Reverse My Diabetes, that will do more of a step-by-step mm-hmm. to learn how to follow and make adjustments. And I'm actually also going to be launching, I just launched a new online learning, which is two webinars every month. So if people just want to dip their toe in and start getting some information, uh, it's a monthly membership. It's like $39.99 a month. You get over two hours of information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there'll also be later this year, I'll be launching an, an e-learning program where it's videos and audios and some downloadable files. And again, it'll be similar to the workbook. You'll, it'll take you step by step. So you can listen when you're sitting at home, sitting on the beach, in the car, wherever it is you like to learn, you can do that on your own time. And so that just I think opens up the amount of people that can get good diabetes reversal information Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they can learn at their own pace. I think um, I'm excited when that one's ready to launch this fall. Mm -hmm. Great. Good. Then Denise, how can people locate your book and also how can they reach you if they're interested in your services? Oh, well, thank you. Uh, The book is available on Amazon, so The Virgin Diabetic, that's out on Amazon. And then uh, anyone who actually coaches with me, they actually get a free copy of the book included. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, they can go to my site at reversemydiabetes.net or email me at denise at reversemydiabetes.net. Mm-hmm. They can reach me anyway, and they can certainly take advantage of a free 30-minute consultation, no mm-hmm. obligation. Mm-hmm. Great. And do you have any other upcoming projects? Uh, let's see here. Yes, I am actually, uh, we're starting a new project in the South Florida area for uh, a nonprofit organization called Patient Education Movement, mm-hmm. and we are providing free health Uh, panels where people can come and ask questions of medical professionals. And so we're starting it here, but we are going to be looking to expand it across the U.S. So people have a forum that they can go to and get all the information that they need to be able to reverse chronic disease. Mm -hmm. Great. Well, this is very interesting. I didn't realize, and you said that you may be the only one. That's probably why I didn't realize that there were (laughs) diabetic reversal coaches. So it's been very interesting, and I know it'll be exciting for those that have diabetes and want to move in the natural way of dealing with it instead of the drugs. So I thank you very much for joining me today, Denise. Thank you, Carl. It was a great pleasure. I wish you well. I thank you for joining me today on the Holistic Health Show. I hope some of the information was useful to you, and I look forward to seeing you again in two weeks. I wish you the best for the next two weeks. 